1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Be Mix.
2: Be Mix. Don't be
3: to be migs i know dave from lake stevens is dave are you there i am i'm sarah your host and it's time for you to get out of here steve goodbye
4: let's
3: go dave Woo! for those playing at home dave has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions you can pass all you want but you will only get three guesses per question are you ready oh yes, <laughs> yes. what is the name of the famous street in new york city that is home to many theaters Broadway. correct what movie is famous for the quote i love the smell of napalm in the morning uh,
4: apocalypse now
3: correct what pop band had the hit song mbop in 1997 <laughs> handsome yes what toy story character was almost called lunar larry
2: oh um um fast
3: not including extra time how many minutes is a soccer match 60 no
2: 30. No. 45.
3: No. Adam Lambert competed on what reality TV show? Pass. What is the name of the national anthem of of the United States?
2: Star Spangled Banner.
3: Correct. A standard chess set is how many pieces?
2: 24. No. 36.
3: No. Uh,
5: 26.
3: no. Yeah. Dave, you got four correct. Oh, you started went, off so I know. high. I was like, he's got it. He's got it today. I know. I really thought this was going to be like, I thought they were kind of simpler questions. Wow. Were they? I mean, I, there, I, there are some I would have gotten right in there. Okay, okay. Okay, you would have actually done I don't know good. if I could have beat Steve. Well, beat you don't know Migs. what he's going to get, so. Steve, are you ready? Yeah. What is the name of the famous street in New York City that is home to many theaters? Broadway. Correct. What movie is the famous quote, I love the smell of nap- napalm in the morning? Annie. No.
5: <laughs> Apocalypse Now.
3: Yes. Yeah, buddy. What pop band had the hit song, Mbop, in 1997? Hampson. Correct. What Toy Story character was almost called Lunar Larry?
5: Buzz Lightyear?
3: Yes. Not nice. including extra time, how many minutes is a soccer match?
5: Give us uh, 90 minutes. 90 Correct. minutes.
3: Adam Lambert competed on what reality TV show?
5: American Idol.
3: Yes. The last season my what wife and I watched. Is the name of the national anthem of the United States?
5: Star Spangled Banner.
3: Correct. A standard chess has how many pieces?
5: Ooh. 22? No. 20? No. 24? No.
3: Nine. Which U.S. state is known as America's Dairyland?
5: I'm going to go with Florida. No. <laughs> Washington? No. California?
3: No. Madagascar is surrounded by what ocean? Atlantic. No. Pacific. No. Indian. Yes.
5: Too but late. Too late. late. No, I'm not. I'm, not I'm a man of integrity.
3: It doesn't matter anyway because you got seven correct, which is a win. Seven to four. Dave, I'm so sorry.
2: Hey, thanks for the opportunity.
3: Yes, of course. That's a good attitude
6: to have. That is. It was an opportunity. He failed at it, but it was (laughs) there.
2: I did.
6: You're
3: on a roll, Steve. Uh. A standard chess set has how many pieces?
6: I think... Thirty-two. You would be correct. Well, you know what, guys? I was in the chess club at Broadview Thompson Elementary back in the day.
5: Go Bulldogs? Go Bulldogs. A texture told us that that was the nickname yes. of the school. And I, I was like, that was pretty badass. I
6: was a nerd, though. I, was I
5: a like though how you wanted to make sure you were right before you bragged about being a part <laughs> of the chess club.
6: And I'm like,
3: no one should ever brag about that, should they? <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. I think that's something you just should Keep leave
5: in the past. I was in my chess club as well in elementary school. Yes. And then I realized it was hard so I quit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to lie, I have no idea how to play. I'm a checkers
6: kind of girl.
5: Yeah, I me, mean, I'm more of a Connect 4 kind of guy.
6: Ooh, yeah. Right? I do love Connect 4.
5: They're all about the same. They're all relative.
6: So, and how you like do you like Yeti and my spaghetti? Is that another one you guys like?
5: Oh, yeah, we play that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That one also don't rock the boat. <gasps> Yeah. It's a pretty badass one, although we play Yeti and my spaghetti a little bit different in our household. <laughs> I don't want to know that. I don't want to know either. <laughs> Ooh, it's nothing bad. I play with my child, you weirdos.
3: <laughs> Just the way you, Yeti and my spaghetti yeah. play it a little different. <laughs> okay. Taryn, please know what U.S. state is known as America's Dairyland.
6: Come on, you're the farmer. I know. I know, but I don't know. Wisconsin. Literally. I had that in my brain, but then I was just thinking cheese. Cheese, yeah. So I didn't even, I'm like, it can't be Wisconsin. That's the cheese people.
5: Wasn't cheese dairy? Yeah,
6: well, yeah, but I thought it was more cheese than cows. We <laughs> have them all. Well, you know what I mean? like, no, I'm not thinking, we, like we actually don't know what I'm not thinking mean. like Wisconsin's like, we have so much milk here. It's like, yeah, they have milk, and then it becomes the cheese.
5: Where my mind was going, I was like, where's Dolly Parton?" <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> That's where my mind went.
3: I don't know where she's from, but maybe Wisconsin. <laughs> well, you still won anyway, all of congratulations. Them? Yeah, nice. because then you got Indian Ocean finally. Oh
5: yeah, that's right. And
6: Let's I wasn't pressed the mm bop.
5: That was a massive hit. Did you right. know
6: that Steve Miggs is a fanson, is what we like to call them. No, <laughs> He's I, a fanson. I can't
5: name another Hanson song. And I know that they have like a resurgence now. All of a sudden they're popular with a lot of people that were younger and love them as little kids, but now they're, you know, adults playing. And less childish sounding music, I think, but they still have to play that song.
3: They, of course, my friends, my Which friends has gotta were... suck
5: because you're like in your 30s, maybe even 40s, and you're still playing a song that you wrote when you were 12. And everybody's waiting wrote for, for it. You.
6: Everybody's waiting for it at the show, and it's probably the encore. Right, that's and the only one they want to see. Yeah,
5: imagine mm-hmm. me and grown man going bop bop bop, and like <laughs> you have to say you have to do that with. I like that you're doing air them.
6: guitar. <laughs> Because that song oh. slaps.
5: So your friends like them?
6: Oh,
3: they, they, and they were trying to convince me, because it was a little before my time. They were trying to convince me how amazing that song was. And so then, of course, I went home and listened to it, and I was like, this this does not slap
5: for me. It didn't. It so did who would win the fight, Hanson or the Jonas Brothers? Ooh. Oh, Joe Bros for sure. I mean, not in the ticket selling, but an actual fist fight. Probably Joe Bros the for sure. Because Brothers. Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Jonas Brothers, that blows me away. that They're, they're, they're doing like arenas.
3: Yeah, it shocks me, too. And I went to the show, and it still shocked me. Did you like it?
6: Yes. <laughs> this is
1: them playing it last year.
6: Oh, no way. This is with their mature sound.
5: Now it sounds kind of like a hippie jam, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually...
6: Because all their voices have changed since then, so they had to, you know, change the octave.
5: Yeah.
6: Oh, I, mean, I Step it down a few.
5: I don't hate it yet. Here it comes. Yeah. Give it to us, boys. It could be worse. I mean, I'm not ever gonna listen to this outside of this moment in my life. I
6: mean, they can't hate this song. It's what's made them, you know, so successful.
5: But I do appreciate that they've tried to add a little bit of like a funkiness to it, maybe to some
6: keys in there, a little
5: little less childish. Because they're probably like, we have to play this probably into our (laughs) sixties. I want to hear them do this when they're in their (laughs) sixties. I don't.
6: Well, speaking of childish, (laughs) that's when
5: I'll go see them.
6: (laughs) Speaking of childish, yesterday we were on New Day Northwest on King Five, and somehow Steve brought up the number sixty-nine slayer, and probably annoyed the host of the show a little bit. You're going to find out, oh.
5: In fact, she did this to me.
0: What? I don't even think I can have you on my show again, Steve. Wow. (laughs) You're going to find
6: out what happened that made Amity Adresi say that after Blind Melon. Well, it is always good times when we get invited to visit New Day Northwest on King Five. And that happened for us yesterday. Steve. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Shout out to all the rockaholics who caught it on King Five and sent me messages. A lot of them giving me a hard time because of my incredible performance. They always bring us on to play games.
6: Yeah. Your performance was something. We, this time around, we asked, they were asking us to play a game of name that tune or guess the song, but they weren't going to play the song itself. They were going to just read one or two lines of lyrics and we had to figure out the song and the
5: artist. So when they hit us up and like, hey, could you guys come down and do a name that tune kind of thing? I'm like, hook or shook. I dominate. I was feeling real confident. And they're like, it'll be some classic rock songs. I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm not a massive... like, I like some classic rock songs, although sadly nowadays the bands that I like are considered classic rock. Like oh, yeah. The bands in the 90s. But I was like, I got this. No problem. Once they said we're reading the lyrics, my anxiety went through the roof because I'm not a lyrics guy. So more often than not, my wife will make fun of me if I sing along to a song, I'm really just making like Anthony Kiedis-like sounds. I'm like, hey, how about, who, Like, I don't... You're like, scatting? Pretty much. Like, I might know the first line and then it just goes downhill from there. <laughs> Even children's songs, when I'm singing with my kid, she'll constantly correct me. Like, Four years old. And she's like, no, Dad, that's not how the song goes.
6: I always like to make up my own lyrics to songs, and that upsets my child. Okay. He's like, you're singing it wrong, mom. Yeah. And you were kind of writing it wrong yesterday, Steve.
5: So they would read the lyrics to us, and then we had to write it down on like a dry erase board. And the first one, to be honest with you, Danny, I was looking at it, and I, I even considered cheating. I was like, to say, how sad is this? Because I did not know the one. It was like a. It was. A, I think it was a David Bowie song. If I remember the first correctly. one was, was like a, a Joan Jett song. Oh, Joan Jett. Okay. They said
6: I saw him standing there by the record machine. He looked as if what so, about, 17. about seventeen? I'm sorry, now I'm messing up the lyrics. But anyway, it instantly went, knew that song. In
5: one ear and out the other. But Taryn's standing right next to me, and she's writing with such aggression. She's got the answer. So I almost was like, look over there. Like this is high school all over again. Just steal the Cheater. answer. Yeah. I didn't. So I just left it blank. And then I just was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to get any of these right. So then I just I went into full beat MIGS mode, which is when I don't know the answer, I'm just going to make stuff up to entertain myself.
7: <laughs> we have some of the audio. Chumba Wamba? Chumba Wamba. I, okay. <laughs> I get happening? knocked down. I'm yes,
1: sorry. not it. No, get any points,
5: no that is, is not part. it. Here yeah. we go. I saw 69 in there. So what? I threw
0: it. Oh, <laughs> what? I don't even think I can have you on my show again, Steve. Oh my song, gosh. What is happening over there with Steve? That's very fun,
6: but not right. Slayer?
5: Okay. When all else fails, guess Slayer.
6: Yes, because more often than not, that's wrong.
5: I just thought it was a good chance to get Slayer on New Day Northwest. If you want to see the actual questions and all that, we have it posted on all our social media at Daily DailyMigs and also on the website uh, at ksw.com as well.
6: And we might not get invited back now. I don't know. But we were so excited because it was our it was our big debut as the newly formed Daily Migs show. And it was cool. And we got
5: to tell them that a big part of why we thought this show could even happen was because they would always invite her, Taryn and I, on to New Day Northwest. Mm-hmm. And we're like, that's kind of where we started building this like chemistry and getting to know each other. And... And the funny part was they like they go, we thought you guys were doing a show this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no damage. when Just I'm not, a I, weeks? I've been on in the mornings.
6: But it was a really good time. Uh, definitely go check out the video to see Steve in all his glory.
5: I will say it's funny because, so Sarah came in this morning, super judgmental of you, Steve. And it was like, <laughs> she had lyrics printed out and everything. She's like, how did he not know these? And I was like, honestly, I I get it. Like, he's not a lyrics guy, neither am I. And she's like, you'd get these, Danny. So she read them to me and I was like, I have no idea when, what when, song you're talking about. When you read it and you don't give any kind of like a vibe of like the melody or... Because if they played those songs, I would nail it in a heartbeat. Sure. No problem. But when you read them, I'm just looking at them. One of them was like Heart Barracuda. And because it said something about hell in it, that's when I went with Slayer. Like, well, you know. And then one of them said the number 69. So I'm like, summer of 69. And then Chumbawamba. Any chance to get, you know, the word out about the sweet sounds of Chumbawamba, of course I'm going to go with. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. maybe an idiot not to.
6: (laughs) Well, I I wasn't going to brag, but I totally dominated. Okay. I did.
5: Yeah, she wouldn't let I me, mean, she wouldn't live that down the entire drive back to the but, station. See, also, you're a karaoke person, though. So I, I feel like you I, kind of. That's more, a good point. Yeah, I don't. And it's funny, there's a new on your, I don't know if you use Apple Music, but I've noticed that on Apple Music now, there's a karaoke feature yes. on different, like on all of your music. It's like a little microphone I think you click on. Yeah, and it cuts out all of the music. And I was like, you know, this might be the, the dawn of me learning all the new music or because, like songs I've known for a few years. I just haven't known the lyrics. I should probably do this. There have been times where I've been on my Apple Music, and you could click on the button just to like because they'll have like the scrolling lyrics, sure. so you could like kind of play along as you listen or something. And yep. I'll look at them like, huh, I never knew that they were singing about that. And it's like a song that I absolutely loved. Right. Like when we were on the men's room with Sit and Spin, remember it was, it was like songs about sobriety. Oh, Last week yeah. we were on with the men's room, we sure. were doing the Sit and Spins feature. And one of the songs was Say It Ain't So by Weezer. And a few of us, myself, Thrill, and I think Miles all looked at each other and go, huh, I'm today years old when I realized that this song was about sobriety because that's like one of my favorite Weezer songs. I've sung along to it at concerts poorly and I had no idea that that's what they were singing about.
6: 30 years of that song and we just learned.
5: That's crazy though. Pretty crazy. Yeah, so I completely suck at knowing the lyrics of the song. And i begin been getting crucified on something like comments. One person's <laughs> like, please tell me you were just being a goof. I'm like, well, yeah, I was being a goof because I did not know the answers. I am not a lyrics person.
6: I, well, and Amity is a very fierce competitor. You're a pretty fierce competitor. I'm a pretty fierce competitor. But it was it was the Amity and Taryn show for sure.
5: Yeah, she was a little mad at me.
0: What? I can have you on my show again,
5: Steve. Oh, my gosh. What is happening over there with Steve? What is happening over there, Steve? See, having a mental mental breakdown, what's happening? Steve's here for a good time, not a long time.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And we're never going back because we're not invited. Alcoholics, have you ever been catfished? Drew Barrymore has shared a crazy story about how she was recently catfished by what she believed to be a football player. You're going to hear her story at seven seventeen.
7: The Daily Mix Show.
5: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
6: Rockaholics, have you ever been catfished or duped by someone? 206-803-ROCK. There was a recent episode of the Drew Barrymore show where she shared her story about being catfish. Okay. And I kind of love it because I, I don't know if she's like newly single or recently single, but she's on a dating app, which is kind of
5: wild to me cuz growing up, Drew Barrymore was definitely a high on my list of of celebrity crushes.
6: Oh, for sure. You know,
5: I mean, she was just that that was just like, "Oh man, Drew Barrymore is so so I, cute and hot and seems like a cool lady and all that and i remember being a kid and just being like that's the ultimate woman right there
6: well and now she's you know she's available out there
5: just gotta get on tinder and look for drew barrymore
6: and apparently someone hit her up on this dating app and they were claiming to be an nfl football player this guy on my dating app said he was the quarterback
3: for the los angeles rams i wrote to him and i was like oh my god i went to the first practice games and um it's nice to meet you my name is drew He was not the quarterback for the L.A. Rams. He's a musician that thought he was being cute. How should I feel about this? I wasn't trying to, like, land a football player. I was excited to talk about that I had been at the Coliseum.
5: So she said she was on a dating app with someone who said, do you think it's one of those high-priced, like the expensive dating apps that us common folk can't get on?
6: Oh, yeah. yeah, like celebrity status.
5: I don't know what they're called, but like I know like Tinder has like a Tinder platinum or something like that, I think I remember reading, or something along those lines. So
6: that's where the famous people are.
5: So is he a famous musician that was pretending to be Matthew Stafford? I'm kind of confused by this.
6: <laughs> but I also think for her, though, she was probably so excited I mean, I would be excited.
5: If it was like Gino Smith. Would, was yeah, like, Hey, what's was up, like, Taran? Hey,
6: you want to hang? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm married, but I'm very flattered.
5: Yeah. What's up, T Dog? <laughs> Gino Smith here.
6: In this clip, she talks a little bit more about her catfishing, and then the guy was like, "Hey, Drewski,"
3: and I was like, "I
7: hate you. You
3: pithy, <laughs> deceiving.
6: You've made me feel stupid. I don't know who you are. I don't. I feel so dumb. Why did we have to get off on this foot? I hate you." So it sounds like they never went on a date.
5: I can't understand why. Why wouldn't he? she go out with someone who calls her Drewski?
6: I wonder. I know that's bad. That is not how you kick things off. And I wonder if it was someone from like an up and coming band or a well known band or a nobody
5: knows them band. I bet it's like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You think it's just Chad <laughs> Smith? I'll just say that I'm Matthew Stafford. Have you ever been catfished? No. Oh. Have you? Yes.
6: What was. How did that.
5: It was, it was stupid it was it was embarrassing to be honest with you it just when I was younger I was, when I was working at the end and I was just like you know I was not I wasn't I was having a lot of luck with the ladies so mm. all of a sudden there was a girl that was calling into the radio station and you know it was one of those things where you're just chatting and chatting and she's like oh well telling me all this cool stuff and all that like thinking okay we're gonna hang out and she said like meet me at this place like flirting yeah mm. oh yeah she like, meet me at this place. I'm like, you know it. And so I remember going there and I'm just kind of like waiting around, waiting around. Holding
6: flowers. Waiting
5: around. And then all of a sudden I realized it was like her and all of her friends were like hiding and giggling. Like, <gasps> oh, we, we, we duped this guy to show up. And I was like, I'm out. And I just went to like the local bar and just got wasted by myself. I was like, I'm that an idiot.
6: awful. Yeah. That's so mean. It
5: was. It wasn't the wrong first with time. People? It was another time. I got stories from when I went to the end. I was just so I just did not you have. You were any just love. gullible, gullible as all hell. And there was one girl who was also flirty on the phone on the request line. Never hang out with the girls you meet on the request line, kids. <laughs> Never meet her. Never hang out with the girls you meet on the request line. Um, and She was like, oh, tell me. And she was like, tell me what she looked like and describing herself. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then she's like, we'll meet you at the, at the big radio festival, which was like that uh, end over at the Kitsap County Fairgrounds. Was oh, forever yeah. they in my 20s. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Like, this girl sounds so hot. And I can't wait. We're going to make out somewhere. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to go crazy. And all of a sudden, someone's like, dude, oh, someone's here to see you. Someone's here to see you. And it was that girl who looked nothing like she said that she looked like. And I looked down. I remember we were in a broadcast tower above the 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 fairgrounds, which was really cool. So you had a view of everything. And she's looking up at me. He's like, it's me. And I'm like, no, that's not. That's not who you <laughs> described yourself as. And I'm like, hey, long story short, not as attractive as she described yourself. And I'm just looking and, and, you know, you just felt, I felt dirty because I was like, I don't know, you're picturing her to be a certain way. I mean, and it was like, Everything from hair color to size to everything was not what she said she was, which I thought was strange that she still decided, like, I'm going to tell him I'm going to come say hi. Maybe she just thought, oh, well, he's knee deep in this. So he's going to say what's up. And I was like, well, I'm busy right now. I'll, I'll see you in a little bit. I stayed up there. In that tower for the rest of the day. This is a
6: great like follow up to yesterday's topic about where did you get stuck? You I, were trapped in a, in a tower.
5: Everyone's like, Steve, are you ever gonna go down? I'm like, no, I'll help you with your interviews. I'll just, I, I'm, here, I'm here. I'm here until it got dark. And then I went down and ran. I did was you little,
6: put it on a disguise? I put my
5: hood over my head and I just ran. Oh
6: <laughs> but you missed out, Steve. What if she had a really great
5: personality? But well, she's a lying, you know what, Steve. <laughs> I don't know. That's usually a bad first aid step of a, a bad first impression. Bad first impression. Yeah, that's
6: not the way you want to kick my, it off.
5: It was just like, oh my gosh! It was it was one of you think I would have learned? Have you learned now? Well, yeah, you know, because you know the wife frowns upon me talking to the girls <laughs> on the catfished. request line. Yeah, so I <laughs> I've had to curb my catfishing.
6: Oh, Rockaholics, says it happened to you. Call in now 803 rock. If you have ever been catfished or duped by someone, we're going to take your calls after Green Day.
2: The
6: Daily Megs Show. Rockaholics, have you ever been catfished or duped by someone? Call us up right now, 206-803-ROCK.
5: Quick shout out to all the Rockaholics that are texting and calling right now. I feel less alone.
6: I, I am shocked by the number of calls and texts that we it's have amazing. gotten. I hope we can get to everyone. Dolan in Covington. Someone showed up, not as what they advertised, yeah? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you know, we had been talking for a little bit. We agreed to meet up at a date, and she shows up, and I'll I'll be respectful, but I will say there was a significant uh, difference between what she looked like and what she was. She was over a hundred, two hundred. I mean, like, so, and, you know, like, there's no spark, but, you know, I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to, you know, I've I've never ditched out of a day even a bad one. But, like, 15 minutes later, she starts making up this excuse, and I can just tell it's a lie. She's like, oh, I have to go. Work needs me or something. And she bails. And I'm
5: like, really? I would love to know her side if, like, she was just like, this guy's not exactly what I thought he said he was going to be. He totally, You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be crazy? I have the follow-up, and it gets weirder. Awesome. Let's go, no, Dolan.
2: She knew my neighbor. My neighbor called me like, hey, did you go on a really bad date? I'm like, how did you know this? Like, because she's in my living room. She's talking about it. Do you come over? Whoa. So I come over, and apparently she thought I was so dreamy and all these things. She didn't know how to handle it, so she came back with this eight-step plan of how we were going to try this again. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. There, there wasn't a spark, and the fact that you lied and all this went down. Like, I just don't see this moving forward. Hey, and Dolan, Dolan. Did, ste-
5: did step one and step two involve handcuffs in the basement?
2: Thankfully no. You know, <laughs> I, was, I, I had my eye on the exit though, so you know I was I was ready for that hat and
5: <laughs> that's crazy. I would love to know the eight steps. Oh. Did you find out?
2: No, but she I, I kept putting very firm boundaries. She kept showing up with food. And like, I was, like, on a strict diet at the time, and I'm like, I've already eaten. Well, it's vegetables. This... I'm like, Ma- ma'am, I- I've already got my macros. I've already got my nutrients. Like, she'd, try- she'd do these little things, and I'd have to, like, find the most politically correct, okay, um, I'm going to return this dish fully washed. I'm going to, like, I mean, it was just, she was trying to my apartment for a bit, like... <laughs> I hope she's doing better, but it was it was not a
5: good date. Damn, don't busting out the macros as a reason for that. I get it.
6: We've got Beck and Shelton, another one that showed up. Not what they advertised. Yeah, maybe.
7: <laughs> uh, yeah. So early two thousands online dating before you got to trade pictures and stuff, and you just had to rely on kind of what they said. Right. Um, so, I'm a, I am ai was up further in the peninsula, and she was down in the Puyallup-Tacoma area. So, advertised as slim, um, cute. Um, she had an accent. Uh, we did talk on the phone, and she, to her credit, she did have a great personality. You know, she said, I'm a redhead. I've got glasses. Um, you know, I think she was a web designer, which, you know, was kind of new at the time. But, um, so go down to meet her, and the weather was terrible. Just awful. Drive across the... There was only one Narrows Bridge at the time. So I get down there, and uh, her roommates turned out to be her parents. Oh, like Sarah. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, her her slim was uh, maybe an 80-pound soaking wet, and I was like, do you eat? Um, oh. You You are... I mean like almost sickly and Welsh turned out to be uh Welsh don't have um they do have cool accents, but they don't have good hygiene. Oh. So um, yeah. So um she was nice. We still went to dinner and uh and then I got stuck on the other side of the bridge because they closed it due to high winds. Oh, so I, I ended up staying in the uh, people's spare bedroom for the night and uh, promptly skipped as soon as that bridge opened.
5: Oh, I probably would have slept oh. in my car. Just so you know what? I don't even worry. I don't want to take the chance. That's the wrong idea yeah, well, yeah, here. This is a little much. <laughs> that 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 is tough. David and... Have you Rick- ever wonder like, uh, when someone says they're a certain way and they look a certain way, like, eventually we're going to meet. Yeah. So how about just be as close to honest? I understand, like, sometimes you just kind of, like, you, you might fudge the numbers. not that I'm sure. saying. You have to give, it like, an exact size, but... When you're not what you're saying, you are, don't, don't, unless you think I'm going to win them over my personality and they're just going to look past however I look.
6: Are you shaming me for what it says I weigh on my driver's license that I have not updated in about 20 years?
5: Oh, I haven't updated mine either. I don't even know what mine says, <laughs> to be honest with if you. If anyone looked I'm at my saying.
6: ID, they'd be like, yeah, all right." Oh, okay, so
5: mine is just pure laziness. I'm like, ah, just whatever it says is
4: good.
6: David in Bremerton, you got catfished by a job.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was finishing up my last year at college at Tacoma Community College, and I was also working for the school paper. And I, so I started job hunting. I uh, responded to this uh, ad on Craigslist, and then I find out that it's supposed to be for Hilton Corporate. And then um, I was contacted by text to meet this person in uh, some private chat room and then uh the questions were very robotic i got no response back like uh you know like, like any conversation so to speak and then once and then they really perked up when they started asking about my banking information like they were ready to supposedly ready to hire me right there and that was when my spidey senses started tingling and uh, i just uh, i did a little research uh, after the phone call and found out that there was no Hilton corporate office, at least one that I couldn't contact and uh, verify, and I ended, oh, excuse me, sorry, and I ended up uh, ended up writing an article about it about employment scams. I did a little more research behind that, and uh, a lot of the students ended up getting really uh, really informed about that, and uh, they saw a few of to recognize the warning signs and it helped them a lot. Dude, that's
5: crazy. I, I, something like that, a little bit different, but happened to me. With, I, in a way, I guess I got catfished by an employment thing. I remember when I first moved out here, just hard up to find any job. And I remember there was this ad listing. And a few, few people, I remember, like, texting and called in when I shared this once. like, I fell for that, too. It said, work in a fun rock and roll atmosphere. And I'm like, I like rock in. and roll. Let's go. <laughs> fun, casual, make your own hours, make a lot of money. I'm like, I'm in my 20s, and I'm struggling. I want to rock and be loaded with money <laughs> and it turned out it was this weird door-to-door they you show up and it was a full a fun like looking vibe the office was cool music was playing and they're like okay you go out on your job here you're gonna go with this person to train i'm like i don't even know what we're doing he's like you're selling art and basically you had like these fake classic art paintings like you know whatever like you know you know mona lisa whatever like that or even some other stuff too in these framed arts like they were prints And you would go around unsolicited and basically we were breaking into people's offices. We would find like an empty open door, slide in and go cubicle to cubicle. This is how this guy was selling his art. Hey, would you like to buy this 35 bucks? And I'm like panicking, sweating. I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, this is why I'm the top salesperson. So like that, they didn't tell you you're supposed to break into a a workplace, but that's how he was doing. And he wasn't just showing up to the receptionist, being like, "I have a bunch of art. I was hoping I could sell to your coworkers."
6: That would be the weirdest thing if I was sitting at a cubicle and someone like just popped around the corner, like, "Hey there, any interest in some art? Yes, get out of
5: here." And this is what he did, and he was fearless. I give him credit fearless i did not last past lunch after lunch we sat down i'm like can you just bring me back to my car he's like what it's not this isn't for you i'm like no this is far (laughs) far far from what i want to do with my life that sounds really mortifying i kind of want to know whatever happened to him i feel like either he got arrested at some point for some kind of a scam or that dude is like the top (laughs) like ceo or of something like he's i mean you he's as good of a salesperson I've ever seen like he was fearless and he was selling art that way he could
6: sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves (laughs)
5: yes
6: (laughs) what just happened there? I love how confidently you just said yes
5: (laughs) yes (laughs) I've seen him do it
6: Rockaholics, how would you like to win tickets to see the Rolling Stones at Lumen Field on May 15th? If you have ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law, we want to hear from you. For example, we talked to a rockaholic who hid from the cops in a tree for 45 minutes and another guy who got busted for leaving a pipe in his car. So call us now for your chance to win. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to take your calls at 747.
1: The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.